0: In preparation for today's message, we shall be reading from the book of Proverbs chapter 27 verses 23 to 27. Again, that is Proverbs chapter 27 verses 23 to 27. Know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds, for riches do not last forever, and does a crown endure to all generations? When the grass is gone, and a new growth appears, and the vegetation of the mountains is gathered. The lambs will provide your clothing, and the goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and maintenance for your girls. Good morning. Watch your source. Well, if you don't have a source, you can't watch anything. But this is assuming that you have a source and you have reserves. If you don't have a source, wait for the other sermons that are to come. Um, Based on Proverbs 27 verses 23 to 27, wisdom instructs us to honor God from our wealth, gather during times of plenty, and practice generosity. However, we must remain careful about how we treat wealth or money. Although we must build our reserves as we have studied in the other sermon about having an ant mindset. Although we must build our reserves, which means building wealth to prepare for the worst of times we must remember that there is something more valuable than earthly treasures, and that is God's wisdom. And such was the sermon last Sunday. Earthly treasures can suddenly disappear, but God's wisdom gives us clarity. Wisdom may allow a person to recover or take a different approach if ever like a robber or a thief comes and take away our reserves the person with wisdom and knowledge may know how to recover but those without wisdom once they lost it they lost it they will be poor but there are times when one may stray from God's wisdom if such happens, the Lord shall discipline his children whom he loves. And if ever we've reaped the consequences of foolishness or the lack of wisdom, we must come before God in humility and submission and repent of our ways, of our thinking, and seek the Lord's wisdom instead. We sometimes love to follow our emotion. Some call it gut feel. If gut feel is based on facts and wisdom, I have nothing against it. When people said, let me think about it. They're not really thinking. If you ask them, give me the framework of how you thought through it. They have nothing. What they do is they try to feel it until such time when they feel good about it, which is still not wisdom. Now, the text we've read may be addressed or is applicable to everyone, but it may have been addressed to the kings and their children in those times. Yet, let us take heed because there's something we may learn from this. My first point, riches and power. They do not last. It is wise to oversee the flocks. And the flocks who presented the source of income in those days at least one major source of income in those days and what is the reason for watching over them well because the stored wealth does not last forever and power does not endure forever let's read verses 23 and 24 of proverbs 27 know well the condition of your flocks other translation says watch carefully and give attention to your herds. And we know that in proverbial writing among the Jews, oftentimes the first line and the second line are the same thing, or they are they are clearly related. Could be uh, an irony or a paradox or a contradiction. If you do this, this is positive and this is negative. On verse 23, it means the same thing. But the next two lines gives a negative impact. If you do not do this, this will happen. And uh, that's how wisdom works. It talks about cause and effect. And we know that's how the world works, in a manner of speaking, when it comes to divine law. When there are certain plants that need watering and you do not water it, then it dies. That's how it is. And sometimes we are not aware that there are divine laws in place in human life, in social life even, the if-then. Although it is not 100% consistent, but Proverbs does not guarantee 100% in in this manner. But most of the time, these wise sayings come true. Now, why did I say that? Because if you read Ecclesiastes, Remember how we read the Bible, all scripture is inspired. It is not isolating one by one book or one text or one verse from the rest of the Bible. So if you uh, line up the books of wisdom, you would see that somehow, yes, Proverbs sounds idealistic, yet it is true. Yet there's the sarcastic Ecclesiastes writer, the old Solomon being sarcastic about many things and concluding. That the most important thing is the fear of God. Now, know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds. For riches do not last forever, and does a crown endure to all generations? Now, we talked about the value of building our reserves. There is value in that. The ant gathers in the time of summer so that they have something to eat in times of want in times of need but oftentimes we are not do not have the ant mindset when things are do are going so well we want to spend everything and live the happy life and somehow that is something cultural for us we always look for the temporal happiness let's spend everything Let's go on a trip to Japan, Korea, and everywhere. Let's spend everything and come back with nothing left or very little left. But at least we were happy. We build wonderful memories, right? Well, by depleting your reserves, you will be building horrible memories as well. After those wonderful memories. We, are not, we have nothing against building the reserve, and we believe in generosity and I'd like to say, allow me to use the term, a budgeted generosity, because wisdom does not contradict itself. As wisdom tells us to build our reserves and tells us to be generous, how do you reconcile both? It means you set a portion for generosity as, as you continue to build your reserves. However, now let me add another piece of the puzzle. So we have... A broader view of wisdom and wealth. Whatever reserves you have, whether you inherited it or you built it, it may not last forever. Crazy things have happened in this world war, destruction, a bank closing down. I remember years ago, one of the One of the really good brands of bank, I won't mention it, closed down. And I had friends who were desperately trying to withdraw and they could not. We have nothing against that, but we cannot rely on that. As we continue to build it, we cannot rely 100% on that because sometimes you might become lax because we have too much reserves. Maybe some of you have really built it diligently and lived a a, a simple life, now that is relative depending on your station, yet have built it, praise God that we have, yet our trust must be in the Lord and not there. And wisdom tells us, do not stop, do not neglect your source because you have a good reserve because you're now landed then you have money in the bank or investments doesn't mean you stop watching the source of your income an over-reliance on stored wealth is not wise because it may not be enough or it may unexpectedly dissipate now if you look at verse 24 for riches do not last forever and as a crown endure to all generations it's a question No. Well, if you spiritualize this, the Son of God will rule through all generations. Power and position may generate opportunities, but power and position do not last forever. That's why they say if you are put in a very influential position, Remain humble, because the next day you might not be there anymore. Crazy things have happened in this world. Is there politics in private companies? Probably. Most likely, the bigger it is, the more human beings are there, the more politics there is. In church, we are carefully monitoring that nobody plays politician here. And if ever we do, we try to spot it and crush it. In a nice way. You still have to be Christian, right? But politics is what? Trying to influence people, manipulate people to get what you want. Rather than trusting in God and saying, let's pray about this. What do you think of this? Why don't we solicit prayer instead of wanting things to happen and saying what you have to say just to get what you want. Can, there, can it happen at home as well, in clans, in tribes? Yes. And if you are there, let me go on a sidetrack, please. Let us be as ethical and as accountable as we can be. Because God can raise you up and God can put you down in a day. And we know that promotion and demotion, and we find that in Psalms, comes from the Lord. And sometimes it's not because you've done wrong. Not just because you are proud but sometimes simply because He wants to test you. Sometimes it's just being, we are just being tested. If we would remain true to Him if we lose everything, or shall we remain true to Him if we have everything? The test of plenty and the test of lack. That is what we go through. Will we remain faithful in those two aspects? So the warning is riches and power. We cannot rely on them, but we must build them. Are we understanding the balance in our minds? You know, people who think can process complexity, simple-minded, when I say simple-minded, it's the lack of ability to process complex things, cannot reconcile those. It's just either or. Sometimes it can be and. As we have studied, yes, we can honor God with our wealth, and we may pray and trust the Lord that He will bless us in return. Focusing on the giver rather than the gift, I believe in that. Because honor God with your wealth, not honor God so you may get something. So we honor God with our wealth, but yet trusting His word that He will be the one to take care of us. Yet at the same time gather reserves, yet at the same time offer some generosity, Yet not generosity to a fault, although there were specific times in the Bible that people gave up everything. And to one person, the Lord Jesus, the proud rich young ruler, who claimed to have followed all the commandments, such pride. I've done it all. Then he said to him, then if you want to follow me, sell everything you have. Take note, he never repeated that to anybody else. It's not the general rule. It was to that specific person. In the early church, many of them sold what they had to give to the church, and we have nothing against that. Yet, the New Testament also says that if you do not provide for your own family, you are worse than an unbeliever, an infidel. Let us build, but you watch the source. Don't be overconfident to lose the source. If God gives us a source of income, no matter how small, no matter how big, we watch it, we take care of it. If you are employed, take care of your employment. Do not be lax show up on time deliver what is expected to be delivered with the best of your ability with the right attitude with the heart of a servant not serving men but serving God if we have a business the right mindset of business is serving those who pay rather than I'm the boss of this business take note: servant leadership When applied in business can be profitable why if we serve those who buy and somehow we please them they keep coming back they keep coming back again and again and again and again and that is business a steady flow rather than a one time I got it big then they don't want to hire you again Watch the source. Never be overconfident. Never assume if you lose a job, you'll find another one quickly. Never assume that. Assume every time we receive something, we have to divide it carefully. You honor God, a portion for generosity, a portion for our overhead and spending, and a portion to build the reserves. Because the reserves can buy the price of a field. Or the source. It came from the source, right? The reserves came from sources. That's why we watch the source. Do not risk it. Sometimes people would do two, three jobs. But everything suffers. You might lose everything. Sometimes One or two is enough as long as you deliver properly and be content. Do not envy the things you see in Instagram because it's the best foot forward. That's why sometimes it's good to just check it, what? Your Facebook once a day for a few minutes. But never experience the envy when you see something. Because you know the principles that you must do. The goal is not to impress. The goal is to live wisely. Sometimes we have that evil human nature of envy. And because we envy, it attacks our pride and we want to show the world that We've also succeeded. And those are the ways of the world. But remember the goal let us live wisely. Times and seasons, point number two. Let's read verse 25. When the grass is gone, or the hay, for some translation, the hay is gone, and the new growth appears. And the vegetation of the mountains is gathered. Now let's go back to the flocks, sheep or goat. What, what does verse 25 mean? When the grass is gone or the hay is gone. Now this speaks about times and seasons. Because usually they would bring the sheep to pasture. In a wide area. But during winter, they cannot do that. There's nothing to eat. So they bring them inside the barn or in some Jewish architecture under the house. They live under the house and the humans live above the house. So that they can watch carefully their flock. So they have to store hay because they can't go out. Now, when the hay is gone, assuming that the season of winter is gone and new growth appears, spring, new growth appears and then, through a time period, vegetation from the mountains, the herbs from the mountains, the vegetables from the mountains will be gathered, speaks about a time and a season of waiting. Now, when the flock is healthy, even through winter, the flock will produce new life. However, it does not happen instantly. It needs patience through the seasons. The critical thing is to observe the state of the flocks. When I talk to my caretaker about the sheep that we take care of, the usual report is how many, how many new births do we have how many of the old remain well when I was taking care of goats every now and then the report was somebody sick goats get sick easily when they experience something wet or rain Uh, healthy lambs healthy sheep will produce healthy lambs that's a principle but it doesn't happen instantly. So the thing is, watch the state of your flock, but in due time, not immediately, they will produce. In due time. So just take care of them. In due time, it will, be, will produce. The key is to be patient. Some of them grow very fast, some do not. Yet if we keep taking care, somehow in due time they will produce, And that's something that many people don't have, is the patience to take care of something, to sell something, take care of customers, earning a little from the start, and they give up. Because they could not think through how this will grow. And in our future sermons, the importance of counselors. Because alone, the mind is limited if we are on our own. It is very limited so when the grass is gone and the new growth appears and then we've gathered in there's a time in a season yet during time of winter the flocks are taken care of don't give too many excuses to your boss and never use church activity as an excuse for laziness Sorry, boss, I can't attend because we have a prayer meeting. Well, our prayer meetings are two times a month, then go to the other, right? Be absent in one. Or if you really want it, we can build another one for your schedule. But never use spirituality as an excuse for not delivering. If you cannot deliver on your employment, honestly deliver on your employment and grow as a believer, then what? You choose another employment where you can harmonize both. That's the decision to make. Because there's no excuse. You can't also say, I'm so busy with my work that I have no time for God. No, we make wise choices by making sure we can harmonize. Our commitment to the Lord our church community and I do mean church community when I say that the Sunday the small groups and of course the prayer meeting just those three and then doing work then be patient now if we understand that we should Watch the flock, because riches and power are not forever. And we know that as we watch the flock, it needs patience. Before you reach a hundred heads of sheep, you will wait at a bit of time, depending on how many you started with. I think I started with five or four. Five sheep. One, of course, is male. It took like three years before it reached 40, 40 heads. When I was taking care of goats, a little more than before it reached 100 heads. That's why I can't eat it every time. You know how tempting it is to eat sheep and goats. So my sheep are doing well. Well, one time, a sheep died, not because it was sick, because uh, a piece of coconut fell on its head. So, my caretaker reported, speaking in mix of Tagalog and Bicol, that one sheep died. I said, How? And he said, the coconut fell on his head. So we have something to eat, right? I told one of our brothers who loves to cook. I said, well, a group of them, I said, bros, why don't we cook the sheep? Because it died because of a coconut. And of course, one of them said, praise God. Uh... Well, I think the intentions were good with the praise God that we have something to fellowship on. (laughs) But of course, as somebody who wants to grow their sheep, you don't want anyone to die yet. But sure, we take it. We're happy. Now, what are... But please don't forget, it needs patience through the seasons. Don't be impatient. Focus on something... And build it and build it and build it till it grows don't go for the short-term things the critical thing is to observe the state of the flocks the source of income or sources of income if you have more than one I think that is the message here and third point rewards and provisions let's read verses 26 and 27 the lambs will provide your clothing and the goats the prize of a field there will be enough goat's milk for your food for the food of your household and maintenance of your servant girls parenthesis in other translations it's servants gentlemen this is no excuse to maintain many girls Okay? do not misinterpret their, you do not misrepresent God's word Okay? if you belong to this church I'll hunt you down and say, bro, that's not how the way to think. Uh, now, it's a wonderful thing. Now, it, it, you watch the state of your flock, and the, uh, the proverb gave the reason, and told about times and season, and then the result would be, the lambs will provide your clothing, verse 26, and the goats the price of a field. Basic needs, and the field. Wealth. There will be enough goats milk for your food for the food of your household and maintenance for your girls or servant girls. There's clothing here, there's real estate, there's milk, there's well, food for your household because definitely there's there's meat as well. But it's not just for you and your family. But you will have servants as well, those who help out, who need your help, but who are not begging, but want to help out so that they can earn an honest wage. Then we honor them as well. Now, power and riches can be lost. That is why one must carefully watch the flocks. The flock should continue to grow in number. And through time... It may contribute to the stored riches, but for the present, it will provide some basic needs. Of course, with goat's milk comes goat's cheese. Have you tried goat's cheese? It's fantastic. This is fantastic. When I lived in Pampanga for a while, when I was maybe this small, I saw my auntie's. And uncles and cousins get a piece of bread and just dip it in goat's milk and eat it with such, such passion. Of course, my tongue wasn't accustomed to it. It just felt like bread with milk <laughs> until I have tasted the different kinds. And it would say, it is good, and it is good. Now, we do not live in a farming society, but we do the whole Kamsur, but not Naga City, okay? Uh, Here, we have some, most of us work, employees, some of us have small businesses, fantastic. How do we apply this? Well, watch the source, application, watch the source. Flocks may not be the source of our income, or it may be if you have land and you take care of flocks. What do we watch then? We watch our source of income, which could be our business, employment or profession. Heavily relying on stored wealth and current influence is not wise. If we are employed, we must excel in our role so we may help build the organization we work for. If we are in business, we serve the customers the best we can. And if we are professionals, we continue to sharpen our skills to serve our clients better there's no other way continue to sharpen the self if you're a professional next avoid overconfidence stored wealth may represent inheritance in land money or business one may nurture inherited wealth yet one must continue to grow it so if you inherited something praise God but how will you now grow it if you can't grow it have somebody grow it, or sell it to somebody who will grow it, so it go, not, does not goes to waste, does not go to waste. We'll grow what we inherit, but not lessen it. Grow it. But some don't know how to do that. They get the inheritance, and they keep spending and spending and spending every time they need. Some live life as if we'll never get sick. No, Everybody gets old. Everybody will somehow experience some sickness. Some never think of that, but we must. We cannot be overconfident with what we have now. Often good times produce, (laughs) let me just share it to you, something, I created my own version but I saw this somewhere, I cannot remember. That's why we need men and women, especially men, who would watch the source and grow it, protect it, protect it, and be the strong decision maker in the family. We appreciate our wives, but please gentlemen, never ever say this, everything is up to her. You should be ashamed. Build your knowledge so you can contribute wisdom in the family. You can read, you can experience, you can do a lot of things. We need stronger men. But here's a dilemma, but we can be aware, oftentimes, well, when times are good and you belong to a family that has secured you, it's wonderful. The only problem with that, it results into weaker men everything's provided and that's a dilemma of those who worked hard and achieved a certain level now their kids are brats who won't help out that's a problem they're weak you leave them with nothing on the street will they survive we don't know now good times may produce weaker men but because there are weaker men in society what happens next hard times happen because of the weaker men and then hard times will again build stronger men but what can we do be not controlled with the system every level we challenge If you have built reserves do not tell your children you have something you can relax no you tell them do not relax learn to work at least is my belief while you still study you know why because the point of studying is so they can find work correct so they study they graduate with no experience in work They apply, and most of them don't get hired for months because they have no experience versus the one who has real experience. You know what we look at? I've hired vice presidents for companies. I've hired middle managers for other companies. That was my role. I was a consultant. I even fired them for those companies. Sometimes I would go through 200 resumes. Most of the time, we are, we are, if you reach a certain level like cum laude, we're interested to talk to you. But when we talk to you, we're going to ask you about your experience and what you can build, how you can contribute to the company. Then I ask them, why should I hire you instead of the others? And every time they answer, I was cum laude, I say, that's cute, you know. But I'm talking about the real world. You know what we do. What can you contribute to us? You know what we do. In the end, sometimes we prefer the one who may not be high in all grades. Maybe the insignificant parts of our company, like social studies, may not be as relevant to the companies I work for. But those that are relevant, that's what we look at and see what they can do. But those that have worked as a student, we like that. You know why? Because they can combine family, work, and academics. And they made it. And they made it. Because in life, people who cannot combine more than one... Are the ones who are average. But people, even after they graduate, can combine further studies, more research, and at the same time work and take care of the family. Oh, if you're a believer, add that our church community. Then it's four. But those who are one dimensional, like a wristwatch. Very few of you have wristwatches. You know why? It's one-dimensional, it just tells the time. Oh, okay, you might argue, it also tells the date, okay. Unless you have a digital watch. When we had the phone, it tells the time and so many things else. We value it. I'm not against watches, it's still a nice jewelry, by the way. (laughs) Makes you look good. And it makes you ethical looking at the time this way, rather than looking at your phone in a meeting, right? It's still fine. But people, if you're one-dimensional, all you know is this and not this. We like you less in the corporate world. But then if we see somebody, hmm, he finished accounting, but he he organized stuff in school. Oh, he volunteered in a non-profit. What did you do here? well, blah, 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 blah. you did this while you were studying, yeah, oh, such things we value. Therefore, watch the source, oh, again, if there is no source yet, build one. But no excuses, none must suffer. Time with your family, if you're a student, your academics must not suffer. And then add, how can I build a source? And then connect to your church community. Now, how do you do that is another skill. Ah, which we need wisdom. But if you will always make excuses, you've trapped your mind that this is the world I live in, there is no more improvement. Because you give all the reasons of being busy, but the truth is, you're not that busy because you have 24 hours in a day, sleep for eight hours, eat for three hours. There's a lot of time to work, but one day a week, you rest. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you here? are we taking this deeply reap the rewards then. if if we watch the the source of income carefully what are the rewards of diligence provision for basic needs like food and clothing moreover the reward could be a field's price real estate representing more riches however diligence means patient you have to be patient And consistent work it means patient and consistent work it's not right now you deliver well and tomorrow you're not and that's that usually happens if you don't sleep very well if you don't sleep very well it's hard to deliver the next day count it that half of the day is non-productive so what do we do to sleep well well you have to know your own body you have to know your own mind you have to know your own emotions but one of the things that does not make a sleep is worry so stop worrying just sleep okay stop worrying about the problem don't worry tomorrow it's still there take time to rest because you need the energy and clarity of your mind to wrestle with the problem to seek for the wisdom of God and wrestle with the problem you need your energy Another is uh, the wasteful use of time. We are guilty of playing too many games, chatting with so many people, as if the world will end tomorrow. I have to send this message now and read the message now. You're killing yourself slowly. And of course, the highly recommended the artistic telenovelas, people awake till morning. Oh, let me not limit that. Even the violent films. Men really love to watch war. And there's a lot that we can access as long as we have internet. Well, to work on something, we have to be diligent and patient and consistent. You have to deliver excellent work. And if you're always late, that's not excellent work. In fact, you're branding yourself as unethical. If you are always late, then you give the reason it's traffic. Now, we'll understand if 1% of the time to maximum 5% of the time you give that reason. Because there's really something unusual that happened. But you keep saying that, one of these days, you will reap what you sow. And there's something you do not see that you're losing and what is that opportunity lost opportunity lost now hoping for instant rewards is not nice some people like instant rewards now this takes time watching your flock takes time to build a hundred heads being patient so don't buy the scam your money will grow 50% in just one month. That's crazy. Ask any finance guy, that's crazy. Because the law of averages will catch up on you. You might have done it for a, a season, but the law of averages will always catch up. Mm. There are always expenses, there's always overhead. it's the patient building that we need but instant rewards are often you know they're rare it happens but if you don't know how to build it you, you have no experience in building something slowly when there's a lot of money in front of you let me guess what will happen and it's a good guess your wealth will dissipate very quickly yeah money has wings to fly I know somebody who said, and I learned from this wonderful lesson, because he knows himself. He said, if I'm too liquid, I tend to spend a lot. So when he becomes liquid, he finds some investment immediately, like real estate. But if you don't have that enough money for real estate, try the different instruments. But please, do not always be sold out with every presentation they give you. Some do not really make your money grow, they just, there's a lot of sales talk. But if you do the computation, it's only 1-2% a year. Once you really do the computation. Oh, at least you're insured, right? It's often rare, but if you do have sudden riches, it dissipates quickly, most of the time, if you don't know how. But resources built through time are better. We value them more. We value them more. That's why I say to you, your generosity must be budgeted. Unless the Lord gives you a very strong message to give it all. You don't hear that message? And some spooky spiritual guys will tell you, The Lord told me to tell you to give me all your wealth. Tell them, I don't want to talk to you again. they're going to use Malachi 3 to you. If you give, you will have, well, the Lord will deal with me. I give, but not necessarily to you. All right? We value them because we, our sweat was given to it. Sometimes even sleepless nights. Sometimes away from our families, we toiled. Sometimes we've read tons of material just to understand something. We've talked to many just to figure out something. And we build it. We build it. We give to God's community. We set a portion for it. And we want the reserves to grow. Do not be generous to a fault, but be generous. Is that clear? You're very quiet. Amen? Oh, yeah. We value... If we build wealth steadily, we value it more. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us watch our sources of income and grow our reserves and not neglect the ways of wisdom. So, once again... The sign that I will end is a piece of poetry. Watch your source. Watch the source of your income. Know that the work is never done. There's always something to work on. Do not ever say there is none. It is so good to have reserves. Our goal is always to preserve, but remove all false confidence over reliance makes no sense. Riches, it is not forever unless all levels are clever. Influence can be unstable unless power is a fable. We need diligence and patience and to understand the seasons. In time, we will have provisions truly blessed above our stations. Let us all rise and let us pray. Lord, thank you. And we praise you. Teach us to walk in your wisdom. The things we've been learning from the book of Proverbs week after week after week. Allow us to make wise decisions. And the goal is to please you. Yet we do not forget that the center of our lives is the gospel of Jesus Christ. For such is the center of the Word of God, the Holy Scriptures. We shall not neglect the proclamation of the Gospel. We will proclaim that He suffered and died because of sin. And He rose again from the dead, defeating death. And through His sacrifice, He received the justice of God meant for those Many, many people. Yet we understand that those who benefit from this sacrifice are those who truly believe, truly repent and have faith by the grace of God alone. It is our center, Lord, and our heartbeat. Yet we live on earth. Our main purpose is not the riches, Lord. Yet we want to live wisely, to build the reserves like the ant, to honor you with our wealth, to be generous to others, especially those in need. And teach us to watch the source. We pray that every believer here will, by your grace, one day, have more than enough, that our church community will be a blessing to many, many and many others. First, because of the Gospel, but also because of the wisdom of all Scripture, including Proverbs. Teach us to be diligent, to put work ahead of fun. be glorified. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of His Spirit, and may His wisdom be upon you all the days of your life. And God's people say, Amen. Good morning. God bless you.